fun. So we're just going to start recording soon, maybe. I think it's already recording now. Yeah, I don't know. It's recording now. all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> I got like a bonus day off from work. My kids are yelling. Like, shit's wild. Fuck it. Here we are. Whatever. Uh, welcome to episode 61 of Games We Don't Play. It's been a while since we've recorded because we like, I don't know if you know this, but we celebrated episode 60. We made it to 60 and that was like an amazing milestone. Um, everyone else celebrates 100. We were like, I mean, that's so cliche. Let's break it up and celebrate 60. Um, we went a little too hard, way hungover from that celebration. So it took us about a month to recoup and come back with another episode. But um, today we have a special guest and we have Delvin. <laughs> yeah, that's the Apple Pro for the day. <laughs> no, but you've heard this guest before on Delvin, the Delvin Cox Experience. Today we have Lindsey Gray on with us today to kind of just talk about some uh, nonsense. Uh, first off, they started off with some West Coast slander, and that was pretty hurtful. Um, I don't know why people hate the West, the West Coast. West Coast is black. You know what? You live in Cocaine, Miami. So <laughs> I don't understand how that you have true. to say. Now, Lindsey, where are you? I'm in Virginia. Yeah, that doesn't make it better. Touche. <laughs> I mean, if we, I think, I think Delvin and I can definitely have a battle of coasts. Virginia. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not fucking with Virginia. The clips are from Virginia. Push it to kill people. <laughs> like, right? See, you better listen to Delvin. I'm straight. Nah, listen to him. Um, but I do understand, Lindsay, that you're starting a movement. Like you're really, it's a grassroots oh, movement. God. I hear you're trying to build some steam, um, which and it's a movement that I can really get behind because it's near and dear to my heart. You know, certain people have um, experienced sort of this this one-sided relationship that's very toxic and hurtful. Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about this um, this I guess foundation that you're starting? Possibly, uh, it's, it's it's very very simple. It's you know mm-hmm. just punch Delvin Cox in the face. Oh, okay, good. It, it doesn't. I don't care if he's eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich or <laughs> what he's eating. Just, just straight up, just you know, get through the car window and just pop right in the face <laughs> as he's like taking a bite. All right. See, and that's kind of nice too because it doesn't sound like it costs anything. Like it's not even one of those for like a nickel a day or as much as a cup of coffee. You're just saying all I need is like a fist and momentum. Exactly. You don't need to be Delvin. You need to punch him. All right. Hashtag punch, you know, punch Delvin's face. Right. There's going to be a lot of world star videos out there of people getting beat up by me. <laughs> well, the next episode we'll record in like six weeks. Uh, Delvin <laughs> wired jaw shut, just swollen eye. What happened, man? It got real. It got real out here. You know, but you know what? I know that our buddy Los, who I think was on last time or the time before last, he would support this because um, since his appearance on the Delvin Cox experience, um, he has been bullied about his five five for five response of um, using remote control car in a zombie zombie apocalypse. So I think he would get behind this movement as well. Um, I fully support it. I think you know we should get a campaign going. Um, you know, make it a presidential platform hey know, we can we can crowd we can crowdfund this bitch oh yeah for sure for sure just <laughs> so many so many memes so many gifts i mean someone make a video game out of this like just you know there was flappy bird but now there's yes. like slappy face yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean I, I think we're onto something i think yeah i like this i like this i so. am down with the cause <laughs> i see i see everybody's just down with this cause 
I'm trying to get it trending on Twitter. I'm telling you. I think it should trend on Twitter. You know, crowdfunding will we'll pay for people's plane tickets. Hey, Delvin will be in this spot at this time. And just reach through the window. Just bop. If you, if you fly out to Miami, get your ass whooped by me. I think you deserve everything back. you get in life. Oh, damn. That would be wild. That'd be yeah. like super crazy if someone really did that. Please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll no, just, no, I, no, please d- do. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say some nice stuff. Never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add it in. This is where I'll cut and I'll see. Delvin really is a nice guy. Genuinely, he supports everybody. I mean, eh. if, if he did, <laughs> if he did cross you wrong, ah, fuck it. I mean, punch him, whatever. <laughs> you, sometimes you got to do what you got to do for yourself. So I mean, it is what it is. But uh, Lindsay, uh, for our listeners, uh, aside from your your movement that you have going on, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, um, how you ended up becoming associated with Delvin, why you made that choice, you know, stuff like that. It wasn't a choice that, that I made lightly. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I kind of regret it some days, too. I'm like, damn, man. Except for this movement. This movement, like, you know, I'm really happy that I'm I'm friends with him because I'm like, no, Delvin, I really love you. Yeah, go ahead. He'll, he'll be at this. Where are you at right now, Delvin? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm an actress and a podcaster and a writer. Nice. So um, tell us a little bit about each then. Like, how did you start off acting? Like, why? I mean, that shit is stressful. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Uh, I started off acting because I was super shy in school. Mm -hmm. And I remember that they were filming The Jackal by my house when I was growing up. And so I begged my parents, you know, please let me, you know, be on a movie set. They agreed. um, And I just got addicted from there. And plus my cousin um, was on, he was actually a starring he had a starring role on sequest back in the 90s so acting kind of runs in my family Mm -hmm. that's awesome and then let me know all the stuff that you've been in so far because you've been in a lot of stuff you just kind of brushed over all that stuff i know that was like yeah you gotta give us some meat to sink our teeth into um you've been in designing women (laughs) 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 um i've been in the jackal cherry falls cold mountain I was in Homeland, uh, Lincoln. I've been in Creed 2, Wonder Woman 1984, the new Walking Dead spinoff that is coming out on AMC in 2020. Uh, Ethan Hawke's new uh, miniseries on Showtime called The Good Lord Bird. Mm-hmm. And I've done some indie films as well. Damn, you're already working. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, like I said, like I, you know, I have seen, I mean, I'm out here and I'm in L.A. and you see the, the sort of stress that actors go through of like trying to do continuous work and then how you learn that they spin off into other things because it's like acting isn't like regular everyday stuff. Like once a show or a movie's done, like you're out of work. <laughs> like that's it. So you got to flip it to like other things, too, which I'm assuming that's where like the writing and podcasting comes in. Yeah, I uh, decided to do some podcasting because I really wanted to put my voice out there. Um, I grew up listening to or watching um, Unsolved Mysteries with my mom. And Uh, so I yeah, it was it was Mm -hmm. I mean, for its time, like it was like crazy scary. But I wanted to do a scary podcast, which is where Blood and Black Lace came in. Mm -hmm. And 
as I started, you know, doing that, you know, I got introduced to more people and, you know, things started happening and I met my co-host with, for my new podcast that I just started. We just uh, recorded our first episode last night. What's the new podcast? It is called The Rosenbaum and Gray Hour. It's uh, my uh, co-host. Her name is Lori. And we just kind of talk about mental health, general health, family and friends, um, just different issues. We also are going to touch into paranormal stuff. We're going to have a lot of guests on. We're going to have other actors on, writers, um, you know, just. Do you ever address um, wanting to have physical harm done to other people? Uh, well, the only physical harm I want done to anybody is Delvin. So I don't think I really have a problem. Uh, oh, and, it's just and, a, it's a single sure instance. It's, yes, it's, it's it's totally single. You know, Delvin is totally being singled out here. And this and, is the funny thing about it. I have to mix this podcast down. <laughs> I'm like the executive <laughs> producer of this podcast. <laughs> and violence is getting threatened against me. Yeah, you know, maybe you're not doing your job right. Uh, now, I want to go back into... um. Blood and Black Lace also wonder why there isn't a Crip in Black Lace. That just seems one-sided. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, it sounds, Blood and Crip sounds Black very inclusatory, but I mean, it is what it is. But how, like I mentioned before we started, like I, I listened to the last episode and like it's something that I'm really into, which is that like historical sort of like creepy shit, but that isn't like fantasy. Like th- there's some basis in it and, you know, take it for what it is, but how did you find that as like the thing you wanted to discuss? Like I said, I, I when I grew up watching Unsolved Mysteries with my mom, it's it's one of my m- most like memorable childhood memories. Um, my mom never grew up watching scary stuff with me. It was always my dad. My dad and I would watch like X Files together and stuff like that. So I've always been fascinated, kind of with like you know the supernatural and kind of like the sci-fi aspect. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, uh, I used to watch Monster Vision on TNT mm-hmm. on Saturday nights. And you know they used to play like the old '80s slasher movies, like the really bad horror movies. Yeah. And I just I grew up to love those and. As time went on, I just, you know, I was like, I really love ghost stuff. I love supernatural stuff. I, you know, so I just wanted to do a podcast on that. I mean, because it's, I, I find it very fascinating. Yeah. Now, Delvin has an, an involvement in it now. He is the producer of okay. said podcast. Yeah, because I heard in the end, then he started like chattering, and then I stopped listening. So well, like, you know, <laughs> Del- Delvin opens his mouth, and most people stop listening. So yes. I, I I know that very well. I see my podcast listens. I'm sorry, did you say something? I wasn't listening. <laughs> no, Delvin Delvin definitely is the uh, if you get the uh, Delvin Cox seal of approval, you're definitely certified for sure. He's out here making things happen for everybody. But uh, no, I, I, podcast. he's a podcast pimp. I'm telling you. No, no joke. He's always trying to link people together, start new things, and then just put them all under his umbrella. So, yes, just like a pimp, he is collecting all the podcast hoes under one thing. Exactly. He needs to keep his pimp hands strong. <laughs> I, that's what I'm going to get him for Christmas. I'm going to get you a bottle of baby powder. <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all never seen that? No. What are you talking about? You put the baby powder in your hand and then you slap the shit out of somebody and ends up with a handprint on your face. 
now I feel like I need to slap somebody just to see if it's real. <laughs> That's pretty brilliant. I like it. I like it. Well, okay, so aside from the pod- podcasting, acting, and movies, what have you been up to lately? Um, A whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing po- uh, other podcast interviews. I've been, you know, on set. I act- my, my new film, actually, well, my new film short just dropped last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, Delvin actually watched it because um, uh, yeah. oh, I wouldn't sh- shut up until he the did. whole thing. <laughs> What's it called? It's called uh, Subtransient, and it is a project for the Project 21 Film Festival. And it's about a girl who has been dating this guy for about a month. She's in love with him. And she thinks that he's in love with her, too, until they end up at this really sketchy hotel room. And his friends end up drugging her and raping her. Holy shit. And it comes you come to find out that he has sold her into a sex trade to pay his debts. Well, as he sits there and watches her get raped, he kind of has a change of heart. He feels bad for what he's done. So as they're taking her out to the car and, you know, they're getting ready to take her to, quote unquote, the hoe market, mm-hmm. um, he hits the dry, the guy in the back of the head, steals the keys from him and drives off with this girl, Zoe, mm-hmm. to save her. And the last scene, they're at the beach and he's telling her, I, I just couldn't do it anymore and I wasn't about to leave you behind. So it, it has a really good message and – it was a blast to to film it. Um, the rape scene was the hardest part to film, but I was lucky enough to have a great uh, crew behind me, and I have and other cast members. And Were you, they, are you Zoe? I I play Zoe. Yes. Okay. I just so, wanted to clarify. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I play Zoe. That's intense. Like, yeah. That is heavy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, it's, where can, it's where can really we see this? It's out now. But it's really intense when you know the person mm-hmm. and you watch the scene. Yeah. Like I, I watched it. It was hard for me to watch because I know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did. She did an excellent job, to say the least. It's, yeah, to separate the two from like someone I know, like personally, to like, yeah. okay, this is just a role, not yeah. a reality. That's crazy. Yeah. But so you're saying it's out now. Like, is it streaming somewhere? Like, where could I find it? Um, it's actually on my, um, uh, Twitter profile. You can find it. It's pinned on, on my Twitter profile. It's so, and it's on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. We got to check that out. I'll have to add it to the, uh, show notes so we can like link everything through. And then, um, Delvin, man, what have you been up to? It's been a while since we talked. Shoot. Like, what was that? Thursday? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think was it Thursday. Probably early in the night. Yeah. But, um, just man, been busy, man. Just recording podcasts and, now working on her podcast now it's more work but everything's been good man no complaints at all you know just living life living life i've been playing death stranding yeah oh we'll get there we'll get there there. i like it a lot (laughs) (laughs) i do want to talk about that i know you were talking or you mentioned no but that's good that everything's kind of chill it's better to have you know it's kind of nice to have everything kind of like just moving smoothly than like chaotic because too much stuff at times even good can be like overwhelming yeah, I've been busy, but it's, it's it's a good busy, so I don't mind it at all. Not bad. Yeah, on my end, um, it's been the opposite. Like it's just, I feel like I I'm like losing track of days. Like it's been like pretty insane. Um, you know, let's see, things between the last time we recorded and now, um, my wife ran um like the Long Beach uh, Marathon. She did the half this year. 
Um, but she's been doing this for like several years in a row. Um, so that's, you know, it's really awesome for her cause she really does put in a lot of like hard work and training to get that done. Um, and then it's exciting to see her come back because she's like super like pumped up and high because she's seeing people that she's run with over the years. And then it's kind of like this reunion type of piece. So I think it's what I gather is that it's less about the run and more about the experience, you know, I mean, she has done the full marathon before too. Um, but so it's like, that was really cool. And then um, um, my daughter just wrapped up like her soccer season. So it's like we're kind of reclaiming our Saturdays back now. And then uh, my son, you know, he's just he's just Gavin. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know what you mean by that. <laughs> he just is who he is. But, uh, you know, he's been we've been uh, happy with him because he's, you know, he's, I mentioned before, like, he started middle school and he's really keeping his grades up, really trying to stay focused. I mean, he hits bumps here and there, but. You know, it's definitely like different than his elementary school experience. Um, uh, let's see what else. Oh, like the week before last, um, I went to go see Danny Brown twice. Went on um, one day. He was performing in Pomona, um, which is just like a smaller city, like way far away from around here. And that was a weird show because it was like tiny club, like not even like half full. Um, and then I got to hang out with Skywalker, who Skyler's his uh, DJ, does like music production too. Um, and he and I got to hang out after the show and just kind of chill and kick it. And that was one of those like sort of weird po- podcasting like experiences too. Like we've talked on podcasts before, we've seen each other in like video chat. And so then when you finally meet someone in real life, it's kind of like there isn't that like courtship. You know, like when you first meet someone, like, hey, what's new? How are you doing? Nice weather type of stuff. It's like you've already had conversations. You just haven't physically been in the room. So it was like uh, we were just like immediately just talking about like RuPaul's Drag Race. And uh, he pulled out his Switch light. And uh, so then I got to get hands on with that. And I was like, oh, that's pretty tight. So it was like cool to just like chop it up with him for a little bit. And then um, like at the end of the week. Then Danny Brown was performing again in downtown L.A. And I uh, took my son with me. So we kind of had our day out. And um, that, that was a lot of fun, too, because that show was way different. That was like a packed house. And um, it's really hard to get an L.A. crowd moving. Like we tend to just stand still, arms crossed. 50% of the crowds like looking at their phone. Like we're there, but listening, but not engaged. But um, I have to say, like most of the rap shows I've gone to, they're pretty amazing because everyone's moving. And so, like I said, my son and I were there just going off. We showed up. We got some pizza first and then enjoyed the show. Once it was all said and done, then I had talked to their tour manager. And um, because I had asked Skylar earlier in the day, I was like, hey, dude, if you can, uh, I meant to ask you before, but if you can get an autographed set list for my son, that would be awesome. So then at the end of the show, I see Skyler walk off the stage and then he runs back, and grabs the set list. And I was like, shit, he did it. So then he texts me and he's like, hey, come to the come to the gate. And I'm like, what fucking gate? Like, there's, there's awesome. no gate. So he's like the one on the side. I'm like, is it outside or inside? So then I see their tour manager. I'm like, hey, you know, Skyler's supposed to get me this uh, set list. I, he said, go to the gate. I don't know where to go. And I had met him the night before, too. So he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. I was like, I'm getting it for my son. He's like, I'll be right back. So then manager got it, brought it out, took some pictures of my son. And then uh, after that, um, my dad or my son's a real like adventurous eater. So then um, I knew that my wife and my daughter weren't going to be there with us. So I was like, 
you want to go eat some uh, rattlesnake hot dogs? And he was like, yes. <laughs> so then, <laughs> Look on your face. <laughs> says it all. He's like, no. No, there's this place called, uh, I believe it's called Wurstkutsch. And it's like, uh, they just sell like a bunch of different types of like brats and dogs and stuff like that. So you can get your regular like hot dog type of stuff, but then you can also get like a, um, you know, duck hot dog. Or like I said, this one was actually rattlesnake and rabbit. Um, you can get like buffalo, like you get a wide variety. But I was like, you want to do it? And he's like, yeah, let's go. So then it's, it's like midnight. We're downtown just eating hot dogs in this place and just kind of chilling out. So it was like a fun night for us to just like hang and just be the two of us. So that was like super, super cool. And then um, aside from that, I've been watching like a ton of TV, like just like catching up on my DVR. Like oh, you, um, can't just, you just can't go past that. What? Rattlesnake hot dog. Yeah. What about- How did it taste? Was it good? What the fuck? <laughs> okay, so I'll say this. Okay, um, a little, it, it's pretty dry. Like, it's not, like, fatty, you know? Um, it's, and then, the, because these are, like, you know, like, um, fancy hot dogs, so it's not, like, the usual, like, where we got the fucking Farmer John's and shit like that, you know? So, like, um, these are more, like, sausage style. But it was good. It was, I've had it before. It's actually really, really tasty. Um, it's, like, seasoned well. But like I said, it's just a, it's just, if you have like a chicken hot dog, it's like that, but drier. Like the, the greasy fattiness is there. It's like super lean. That was good. I'll, I'll take my plain wieners any day. Whoa. <laughs> Shut up, Delvin. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> not, not that type of podcast, but. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> No, I mean I'm not gonna knock it. Like a plain, like a plain Jane, like hot dog is super delicious. Like I'm not even gonna be mad at that. Like for sure, for sure. Um, but you know sometimes you gotta go outside the box and just try something new. And that was like it was really good. So my son was like pretty happy. And um, but I knew he wouldn't be like all in. So we just like split one though, and then just had like some French fries because my super weakness is French fries. I love. Were they the regular French fries? fries or were they like? fucking goat french fries french fries no, they're goats and shit like that you could have had french fries with truffle oil on them but we didn't um we just <sighs> had regular sort of somewhere between a steak fry and not you know so because i love a steak fry man steak fries are delicious. sweet yeah. potato fries are the shit no, sweet potato are. fries are delicious but it still doesn't beat like a straight up regular fry like yeah. just, that's true because a, a sweet potato fry i love it's just after a while, I'm like, it's the sweetness. Like, I'm like, okay, I've had, like, too much sweetness, you yeah. know. But, so that's a fry talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I've been super into um, is Fear the Walking Dead. Like, I was two seasons behind. And then there was one random night I came home. Actually, I think it was, like, after that first, like, Danny Brown show. And I was going through the DVR. And I was like, uh, I got to watch something I hadn't watched in a long time. So, and so then I put on Fear, and it was like the first episode of like the fourth season. Uh, maybe not even that. I think it might have still been part of like season three. And then I've just been hooked. I was like, damn, this show is really good. Yeah. Season three. Fear Walking Dead has gotten a lot better. Yes. Uh, Walking Dead has regressed. Yes. Which is weird. Uh-huh. But that's where we at now. Like, Fear Walking Dead has gotten to the point where it's actually pretty, pretty good. Yeah. The storylines are solid. Um, I feel like in regular Walking Dead, I'm always like, but you could have just did the simple thing and you would have been fine, you know? 
And whereas in fear, I'm like, yeah, you guys are kind of stuck. I think because they seem more spread out and isolated, you know? So when they're driving around, they're not seeing, it's empty. Like everything's empty. So I've been enjoying that. And let's see, what else? Um, season two of End of the Fucking World is on Netflix. Have you guys watched that show? I haven't watched it yet. I've heard I, haven't, it. I haven't watched it yet. I heard about it. It looks amazing. It is. It is really, really good. Like, I highly recommend going back, watching season one. You can probably finish it easily, like, in an evening, because it's, like, what, like, eight episodes, and they're only, like, 25 minutes long. It's they're super quick. And they, they end in a way that you're like, but I have to watch the next one. Like, it's, the music is amazing. The the writing is, like, super, super clever. Like, that's that's a must-see. So we've been watching that and then um, catching up on Big Mouth and another random show that was just, like, when it first came out, it wasn't for me. And watching a lot of, like, BoJack Horseman. And that okay. shit is, like, super funny. Like, it's a, but it's one of those that I can dip in, dip out and be like, all right, cool. And, um Finally catching up on season five of uh, Steven Universe. That show, brilliant. Fantastic. Like, yeah. Like, I, when you think about the the layers on, like, what's taking place, it's like, it doesn't hit you over the head. You know, it's like, oh, and you sit back and think, you're like, oh, damn. There was like, they were saying more than just, like, what was vocalized. So that's been, like, on my TV shit right now. And I'm sure there's more. Mr. Inbetween, that, I was talking about that one last time. That one's so good. So, a lot of TV going on, man. Yeah. I watch th- a lot of Batwoman. Yeah? I like it. It's cool. It's another CW it? show. Okay, CW. Yeah, so basically just Batwoman. It's basically how you think a Batman TV show would be. Mm-hmm. The whole concept of the show is, hey, Batman has been gone from Gotham for like a year or so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, things are kind of better, but they're not so better. But they don't know why Batman disappeared, but all of a sudden... His cousin comes into town to kind of take the man on Batman. Just like fills the fills the void. Yes, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like I've been seeing a lot of stuff about it. I didn't know it was a show that was already out. Like I yeah. thought it was something that was coming to like the DC app or whatever. Yeah, it's on CW right now. It's, it's really good. I like I'm watching the last season of Arrow, mm-hmm. which is also really good. It's weird that that show's been around for so long that it's kind of like and I love, I love Arrow. I'm like a huge fan of Arrow, mm-hmm. and they're like kind of doing the callbacks to other episodes like i remember that it doesn't feel like it's been out that long but it's been eight years damn has it really been that long yeah eight years this is the final season season eight eight years arrow's been around for eight years i have not watched one episode it's something about cw that like the way that their shows look like i i can't get into them yeah i can see that it's not for everybody but i i get why people don't watch it and i get why people do watch it mm-hmm. cw has some good shows on it just that because it kind of has that CW tag. Mm-hmm. A certain group of people won't watch the show because of that. Like, The 100 is a really good show. Like, a really good series. For whether you're a fan of anything, 100 is a really good series. What was 100? I remember, like, hearing about it when it first came out. What happened? It's like, honey, they're looking for another planet to inhabit besides mm-hmm. Earth, so they take these 100 people. It's a weird concept, but it's really good. You have to watch so it. So it's not about, like, keeping it 100? No. Nah. <laughs> like when keeping it real goes wrong <laughs> so let's uh what, let's go okay, what now we're gonna ask lizzie what shows does she watch because we all talk about our okay. shows or what shows are you on that we don't know about True. You're on bad girl. so i actually really 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 enjoy uh insatiable on netflix insatiable. Good. it is uh it has debbie ryan in it 
and it is one of the funniest shows. It has to do with like pageants and stuff like that, but it's just it's hilarious. You you have to watch it. It's it's pretty amazing. I heard that. Art is pretty. It's good. really good. It's really funny, and you're just like like it's it it starts off with this fat girl who ends up because this homeless guy tries to take her candy bar. She punches him in the mouth, and then he, he and then he punches oh, her back in the mouth. Oh, here's where it starts. Here's yeah. Where it <laughs> well, she gets her jaw wired shut so she can only have like a liquid diet. So she ends up losing all this weight and becoming like hot. So, mm. yeah. And she gets into the pageant world. It's it's hilarious. It's one of my favorite shows. Have you guys watched the um that Kirsten Dunst show that's on Showtime uh, where she's like a she's selling like a um they call it fan, but it's one of those like pyramid scheme type of things. I don't think I've watched that. It's really clever, but I can't think of the name right now. Oh, On Becoming a God in Central Florida, the Delvin Cox story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, one, she doesn't look like her regular self. Um, she kind of lets herself, like, age a little on this. But it's about her, like, just, like, struggling. She's like, it start, she doesn't start off as a single parent, but as the after the first episode, she becomes one. Um and then it's like her whole adventure of like trying to like unravel this sort of like pyramid scheme thing going on. It's it's really really good. Like that one is like super enjoyable. What to check it's, out? There's it's like a ton of TV happening. Oh, Watchmen's um, good too. Watchmen's yeah. Good. Oh, yeah, Watchmen's great. Yes, I think I'm like one episode behind. I've been three now, right? Or is it four? Yeah, they're three. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm only one behind. Yeah, no kidding. Like that Watchmen, I was like it totally floored me. Like I was like amazed on how good it it like jumps out and is because yeah. it doesn't it breaks a lot of things where like you have like the um the lady who wears the cloak and how she is like strong in like her regular life and strong in her like sort of police role you know yeah. where it's like at times that character is usually a little lopsided so I was just like that's really really cool I like her kind of um, like Delvin's head. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make me a promise, Delvin? <laughs> when you write an autobiography, I want it to be hashtag punch Delvin's face as the name. <laughs> I'll make you that promise. When I write an autobiography, it'll be hashtag punch Delvin in the face. And I'll be really beat up. No, 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 no. It's just punch Delvin's face. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get the right because right, you got to apply the appropriate credit. Exactly. <laughs> now, kind of keeping the top TV talk going, we do have big news because, um, you know, come tomorrow, the world changes because Disney Plus is going to be on the scene. So that is going to be rad. Infinity Stones. I can speak of all the networks. For real. Like, that is, like, I have been, like, a, like, Tyrone Biggums from the Chappelle, like the crack skits, just all day, like, maybe the app's out now. Maybe the app's out now. Maybe it's out now. Like, I keep checking my phone, because I'm like, when, like, okay, because I'm, like, doing the math. I'm like, well, when it's midnight in New York, it's 9 here, and usually that's when stuff will, like, drop. So if I just wait until 9, then that app should be available. But, like, I am, like, so hungry for The Mandalorian. Like, I want to see that so Yes, I do, too. And then I know everybody is, like, hyped up over, like, Gargoyles and a bunch of the other shows. X-Men. Nobody's talking about Recess. 
Recess was amazing. <laughs> I like Recess. Recess was good. Yeah, Recess was good. I'm excited about the uh, 90s X-Men animated series. Yeah, like, I grew good. up on that. Yeah. No, that was good stuff for sure. But, like, a chance to see all those shows we haven't had a chance to see, like, in a super long time. That's going to be, like, so amazing. And just, like, our stuff that I can be able to, like, sit around the house and be like, we got to watch this together. I mean, because I am, like, the other one, I mean, even though I, like, said I'm not super hyped up for it, but, like, yeah, going back and watching, like, shows like Gargoyles, like, that's going to be so rad. Um, And then it might break my kids a little bit, too, from watching all just, like, a bunch of nonsense on YouTube, because then we can go back into, like, other, um, you know, Disney shows. I feel like when they really ruled. um, Show them what good TV is. (laughs) Like, when it rivaled, like, Nickelodeon, you know, for, because Disney TV now is kind of like, oh, I struggle with it. <laughs> it's like yeah, really right. difficult to watch. But then the, like the plot was a little bit, I felt like it was more like something you can watch as a family as opposed to like now I feel it's like you have the mom who's trying too hard and the dad who is too dumb to know what's going on. And it's just cut and paste that character in all the shows. And then the really savvy kid. And it's like, okay, you know, like. That's kind of lame. Who had this show? I don't know if it was a Disney show where like um, they were brothers and they were dead. Like they were like ghost brothers. Like two, it was like two like African-American boys. You guys remember that? Ghost brothers is a ghost. ghost No, that's that's a ghost hunting show. That's actually a ghost hunting show is called ghost brothers. (laughs) Racist as fuck. What the fuck? Yeah, no, it's like it's like two little boys. I don't. I think it might last like a season or two, and I'm pretty I sure. I wonder why. I might be wrong, but I mean, one, I think it might have been called Ghost Brothers, and it was like two like the A and N were dead. Well, it was like brothers apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was y'all watching? I don't know, dude. I might don't have put me in on this. I I don't know what the hell he's talking about. You now, know. That might have come out in the time when I started uh, drinking, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Like, Ghost Brothers. Oh, dang, Lindsay's not lying. It's like three Dude. black dudes who have a show called Ghost Brothers, and it's I about. I told you. <laughs> that's, that's a show? Yes. Oh, I what? talked about it on your podcast. Yeah, okay. You, you did, huh? Okay, Delvin, it's uh, a Ghost Brothers interview or uh, episode. Just to heighten the racism, um, a Louisiana plantation with a voodoo history. <laughs> really? Wow, went there. Fuck. Oh my god. Man, you need to get your. <laughs> Don't you guys have like a monthly meeting or something? Just be like, listen, on the scale of not good ideas, this is one of the. <laughs> yeah. This is on the scale of not good ideas. This is an idea. Okay. Yeah, so you, should, you should talk about your little uh your little message you you saw that you What's posted the, on Twitter. The, the, um, what, what did it say? I need a black friend. <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> it said, "Hey, call me." Yeah, I gotta find it now because now I, I remember exactly. Well, fuck, just, just you know, Delvin, um, there's two there's two seasons of Ghost Brothers. Ghost Brothers with an A. Yeah. The, yeah, the so. message I saw and I quote says. Hey, call me. I need funny black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, here's the Travel Channel tagline. Ghost brothers are back and they are ghost-plaining. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
Why? Who said like that's not cool? <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm not mad at them because I'm quite sure they're getting paid a good amount of money to be on this show. But oh, goddamn, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. But I'm just gonna say, Delvin, if they said they needed like a black guy and a brown guy, you know we're doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely doing it. I'll be up there. Come on, amigo. <laughs> Let's go. It's an all the stereotypes. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm out here fucking Speedy Gonzalez with like two pistols. <laughs> I don't see no ghost homes. <laughs> ghost? Watch out. <laughs> Man, it depends on how many zeros are on that check. <laughs> Put enough zeros on it. Right? Seriously, I'm like... <laughs> yep, I'm like, okay. I've been looking for ghosts eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich with a Coke 45 in my ass. <laughs> and that ghost going to come along and pop you right in the mouth. <laughs> exactly. Fuck I that ghost up. I supposed to do this. I have to ask, what would be y'all's tagline for the show? Oh, shit, man, I'm on the spot. Mm, we're going to jail for this. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> accurate. They're like, oh, there's a black guy and a brown guy, and there's a dead person? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to jail for this, Dad. They're like, no, Sounds they've been accurate. dead. Like, they're ghosts. It don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> it's Delvin yeah. and Chalfie. Handcuffed again. <laughs> We're like, they died in 1861. Don't matter. Don't matter. <laughs> Shouldn't have been in Virginia. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that, that, is, that is a good answer for it. I mean, that's that's, that's more on us. Than <laughs> yeah, there's certain places like, yeah, I shouldn't be there. I'm good. <laughs> I've seen it all the time. Sometimes you got to go where you appreciate that. Yeah, right. So, places. Delvin, if you need to go where you're appreciated, why do you get on Twitter? Oh, that's true. I'm not appreciated there at all. <laughs> Motherfuckers are trying to punch me. I think they just realized there's two devils on Twitter now. Now they're having an argument like, how the fuck are there two devils on Twitter? Like, yeah. like nobody else ever been named Delvin. Oh, man. Well, I, I posted with them. No! Like, oh, God, please, God, no, not two Delvins. Can't, world can't, world ain't ready for that shit. My favorite, my favorite Delvin prank, and I actually referenced it the other day, was when someone made the Delvin Cox parody account, oh, and it's like a full like MAGA hat and everything. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, well, I, I, need to, <laughs> yes. I need to search this. Yes. What is it? I, I, have a, I have a parody account. <laughs> but he didn't make it. Someone else. I made didn't it. make it. Somebody else made it. Why yeah. did I miss this? And this is Delvin Cox. C O C K S. He's wearing a, a MAGA hat. <laughs> yeah. It's <That's> real. Yeah. <laughs> Who did this? Well, the, that person needs to remain anonymous. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, <laughs> make Delvin GA. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I have to say, I just, I just searched on Twitter and I said Delvin Cox, you know, like you told me to spell it. And the first thing that pops up is something from September 12th that says they're going to call it the BCC or the BC, the BBC. And the only thing I could think of is Ted 2 where they're like, everywhere you go on the Internet, you're two clicks away from black cocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I did with me. <laughs> and then the second one is experience Delvin, the Cox Cox. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Delvin. That's what I deal with. 
Yeah, McCox one, just like the first tweet that's on there, or the last one, it's a mega for life. Even Delvin Cox agrees. It says, landing in Montana now, at least everyone admits that my lines and crowds are far bigger than Barack Obama's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just, we what did really... you do to piss somebody off like well, that? That was the thing. The person who did it did it out of humor, right? Like... Yeah, they did it because they're, they're my friend. Like, they know who I, how I am. We're going to make a parody account of you. It's going to be the complete opposite of you. Yeah. So I said, fuck oh, it, go ahead. And I got it right off the rip. I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and then Sheldon hits fun. me up later. He's like, people are mad. <laughs> yeah, people were fucking furious. People were I was like, furious. <laughs> like, this is uh, hilarious. People were furious, like, hey, shit, you were yeah. reporting. See, Lindsay, like, you're not the first one to go at Delvin. You yeah. are in a long line, people. <laughs> a long history of fucking with Delvin. <laughs> so Lindsay does bring up a good point. Why do you go back on Twitter? Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good point. Latin for punishment. Know. Seriously, yeah. man, you don't want to feel good about it. Like, you're so <laughs> you're like, oh, good. My, uh... My morale and my self-confidence is at an all-time high today. Let me log in on Twitter, and now I feel bad. Yeah, pretty much. That's generally how it goes. Delvin wants to be that Michael Sarah um, gif where he's walking, dragging his backpack with, like, his head down. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's my daily life. That's your daily life. Oh, yeah, man. Fuck. This is the only time you'll hear me promote something mega. And that's it. Because it's Delvin. <laughs> Now, um, let's get into some, some gaming talk, though. Um, so before we get into that, uh, Lindsay, do you game? Do you play anything? <laughs> do I game? Yeah. I have an original Nintendo, an original Sega Genesis, and I'm not talking about that crap that they came out with with the preloaded games. Uh-huh. I have the original. Nice. Um, I have a Wii, a Switch, a 360, a One, a PlayStation 3, and a PlayStation 4. Nice. That's a good setup. Fake gaming girl. <laughs> That's why you can get punched. Hashtag punch Delvin's face. Right, there you go. So let's go with the more current gens. On the Switch, what do you enjoy playing on there? I actually uh, really enjoy playing Mario Kart. Like the Mario Kart like 8 Deluxe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I am badass at it. Like, fight me. I, I, will, I will whoop your ass. I'm that looking eight? at you, Delvin. Yeah. <laughs> she literally was. That, she was actually. That's the craziest thing about it. <laughs> Mario, Mario Kart 8 is like, no matter what time, like if you're just like, I just want to play something real quick, that yeah. game is always fun. Like yes. all the time. Whether it's like someone's got a room open and I jump in their little tournament or if I'm just playing randomly, like it is always good for like, I only got 15 minutes right now to just jump into something, play it real quick, but also have fun and like not be frustrated. Like that's that's really good for that for sure. Now how about uh let's go PlayStation. What have you been playing over there? What's the last thing you played? Um Batman Arkham Yeah. It was, that, I, it was Batman. Yeah, that the all the Batman games are fun. You know which one I never played? Was Origins. Do you ever play Origins? Either one of them? I have it. I have it. Yeah. I don't think I don't I, I might have played it. I I do have it. I mean I have a crap ton of games that I've I bought and never played. Uh huh. Like Origins is my favorite one. By the way, really? That's the no one cares, Delvin. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's the one that like has the black and white cover, right? Where it's like it starts with like young Bruce Wayne. Yes. Yeah. I always wanted to play that one. I just never like got around to it. Well, they might re-release it again, from what I'm hearing. Oh, really? Because the rumor is that 
WB Montreal mm-hmm. is working on another Batman game in that universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rocksteady is working on something completely different, like maybe a Justice League game. Mm-hmm. One over here, so it's a good chance we will get that game remastered again and put on um, next-gen consoles at one point. Yeah, that would be but really cool. But I love cool. it. It's really good. Yeah. No, those Arkham games are a blast because you just, like, smack stuff up. Like, they're not hard to play. Like, if you wanted to go deeper and, like, do all the side stuff and challenges, you definitely could. But if you just want to punch the shit out of stuff, like Delvin's face, you could if you wanted to. See, when I want to punch something, I usually go and play Mortal Kombat. Like, Mortal Kombat 11. That's a good one. Yeah, I I love that game. I mean, I grew up with the original Mortal Kombat, you Mm -hmm. know, like the arcade game where, you know, you literally, like, yeah, Yeah. I would give anything to have that arcade game. Yeah, oh man, Mortal Kombat in the arcade was like, you were really going to fight the person next to you because it was intense. Yeah. So it was like not only just like battling on the screen, but like the mockery that occurred when you lost or if they hit you with a good fatality, man. Like, and you just start pressing buttons just to, like, mm-hmm. you know, fight back. You know, you're just, just to like, make something I don't happen. know what I'm hitting, but yeah. I'm going to hit everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's right up there with, like, talking shit about someone's mom. It's like, okay, that's it. We're going down. We're fighting right now. Like, yeah. you did me wrong in front of everybody. I guess I guess that's what it was. It was you were publicly shamed, so you had to do something about it. <laughs> but it but it was just glorious. It was yeah. just amazing. Mm-hmm. And I remember growing up, I remember going to uh, Friday nights, I would go to Skateland because mm-hmm. uh, that's what the cool thing was to do when I was growing up. And they had a Mortal Kombat video game there. And I, that's what I used to play. I used to sit there on my skates and mm-hmm. just like everybody's ass. Now, who was your favorite to be? Raiden. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Raiden. Nice. Yeah, Raiden was fun because he hit you with the with the lightning, right? Yep. Yeah. Brayden was awesome. Yeah, he, he was a lot of fun. That's that's who I always played with. And of course now, like Mortal Kombat's added, uh, they've added Jason to it. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, there's like all kinds of horse. They've stuff added there. Leatherface to it. Um, which I, Leatherface doesn't do shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, it's Leatherface. Have you ever seen the Texas Chainsaw? Yeah. Movie? He's pretty slow. <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to yeah. pick him? Yeah, but that kind of goes with Jason too, like. He's he's he just kind of lumbers along, you know. Yeah, but at least he's got like a machete and he can, you know. True, that is true. If you're fucking in the woods, you're fucked by Jason. Jason that is get true. You. Guaranteed. I like, always said that if Jason just got some, he wouldn't be so angry. That's, that's true. You know, that might be something. That might, Delvin, I mean, you should go put out. I mean, nope. <laughs> I mean, there's people with a lot of kinks. There's got to be a couple people out there who are like, you wearing a hockey mask? It's on. You know, yeah. so you can really like check off some stuff, you know, so I think that, you know, you got to do that like public service for Jason just to help a guy out. Yeah, if anything. I mean, you know, now, we, we, could, we could put that along with the trending hashtag of punch Delvin's mm-hmm. face, you know, get mm-hmm. Jason laid, get Jason some. Mm-hmm. I support yeah. that, too. Now, my son was telling me that um, in the the actual lake where the Friday the 13th movies are filmed, that there is a submerged statue of Jason there- in the lake. There is. Oh, I was like, cool. that's that's. I was like, that's awesome and freaky because like, if you just if you didn't know and you came up on that, that's fucked uh, up. Yeah, I'd, I would I would poop <laughs> all in my. Uh... You're like, no one can go in this lake because I just shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> it. I it would it would be yeah. 
I'd be like, and I just had Taco Bell. It's you right. don't want to go in there. You know, the EPA just, needs to show up, and drain the lake. Yeah. No, but I thought that was really cool though when he he told me that he's like, oh, I saw this video and they said it's down there. I was like, that's that's probably one of the simplest and best like tie-ins I've ever heard of. You know, like that doesn't sound corny at all. Like. That's fucking freaky. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, well, the place that they filmed, um, Camp Crystal Lake, uh-huh. is actually a Boy Scout camp. Oh, is it really? Yeah, and so once a year they open um, the Boy Scout uh, camp up and allow people to come in and take tours of it. And usually they have, like, the actors from, you know, a few of the movies come out and take pictures and do autographs and everything. And you have to enter a raffle in order to um be able to go and do this and i actually mm-hmm. won the raffle this year to go and do it it was, was it, a lot really? of fun yeah i oh, won it i was cool. like i'm never gonna win i'm never gonna win and i won and i was like holy shit that's, <laughs> that's awesome. wild so somebody who's a huge horror movie fan and i yeah. love jason yeah that was that was one of my dream come true oh yeah no kidding that's a huge win yeah, my other one was meeting uh, C.J. Graham, who played Jason in uh, number six and Jason Lives. I got to meet him in and out of costume. What? Yeah, so there's a picture of me, and I can actually send it to you, but there's a picture of me with him, with C.J. Graham in costume. He's got the he's got the back of my hair pulled, well, like pulled, so my head's mm-hmm. back, and he's got the machete right to my neck, and I have like this oh shit look on my face like i'm gonna poop all over myself and i hope i don't because i'm wearing something white (laughs) (laughs) i didn't wear the brown yeah you're i just left with him (laughs) (laughs) that's cool that's super cool now delvin you uh you mentioned earlier that you were playing death stranding talk to me about it because i i want to pick it up at Redbox to just give it a try um, because as you mentioned on another show, you compared Kojima to Kanye. Um, I don't agree, but I understand the point you're making. He's a hundred percent Kanye West. <laughs> he does, he does what he wants to do. He does weird shit. And we just have to kind of accept it for what it is. He calls it art. And that's kind of what Death Stranded is. Death Stranded is so weird because, right, did you play five, Metal Gear five? Uh, no, I hate that game. 100%. There you go. And that's what a lot of people's sentiment is what it, what it was because the fact that a lot of people didn't like the fact that all the kind of fun things about Kojima, like the weird, long, crazy stories mm-hmm. and 30-minute <laughs> plot lines, weren't in this in, in five. But Death Stranding starts off with 10 minutes of like walking around and mm-hmm. doing like stuff, and like 10 minutes of plot, like story, the cutscenes and stuff. And it's weird, it's strange, super interesting. Is is it UPS the game? No. Okay. Because I keep hearing it's just like all you're doing is delivering packages, delivering packages. There's a big aspect of that that, that it is that it feels more like a kind of like a, I would say like something like I, like you're playing an interactive movie like I Am Legend. Okay. Something like that. Now, if it's something that is like an uh, interactive legend, I know that's something that people don't like they aren't big on. Like I enjoyed Erica. I enjoyed Man and Medan. Like I like those type of games where – you do get to sit back a little and kind of control the, the narrative just a little bit. But um, I think what's always turned me off about like Kojima games is the the sort of long-windedness when you get into like his cutscenes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, definitely I don't got, got that in there. Here and watch this. It's definitely got that in there. 
But I found the cutscenes and stuff interesting because it's kind of building this weird, interesting world that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating to go through it and see what the hell's trying to piece together. What the hell's going on? Why is this guy carrying around this baby everywhere? Mm-hmm. It's kind of incubator thing. You're like, what the hell? What the hell? And they do a good job of explaining what's going on and how you have to kind of like build back up America to some type of prominence. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of desolated world. It's really cool. Really cool concept. Really fascinating game so far. Yeah. Like I said, I really want to check it out. It looks beautiful. And I do love a weird game. Like, I actually bought uh, Metal Gear 5. I bought it twice. And because um, if it's something that's like, okay, this might be something. I've, every part of me says I should love it, you know? And then just once I started playing it, the mechanics of it were really weird and I couldn't like get into it. And I didn't know like where I was supposed to go, what I was supposed to do. Like I was I just felt lost a lot. And so that part I was like, eh. so in this one, like, do you know where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to yeah. do? You, you you get a clear base of what you're supposed to do, and what you're supposed to, where you're supposed to go. It's not like Metal Gear 5 where it's like, hey, you got this mission you got to go do. You kind of got to go over here and do it. Or do it how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. This has that kind of same feel to it in terms of, like, you get this mission, you can kind of figure out how to get from point A to point B any way you want to, but you know what you have to do to get there. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'll, I'll try it out. Definitely. Yeah, it's a big one for me. And then... Um, Wait till Black Friday. Yeah, no, like. that's definitely what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit up all kinds of Black Friday stuff. Like, I'm looking for those two-for-one deals. Like, I'm super bummed. I wanted to pick up Jet uh, Return of, or was it Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. And Target had that coupon that was, like, 40% off. And those shits, like, sold out by, like, 4 or 5 in the morning. Like, once that thing got announced, it was, like, wipe. So I was super bummed because then I could have picked that up for, like, 35 bucks or something. That's so I was like, deal. cool. Yeah. And from what I had seen, like, I, at first I wasn't interested in the game. But then when I went to the EA Play for E3, like, and saw them playing it, I was like, oh, this game's awesome. Like, this is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I've heard the wild shit of like, oh, it's a Dark Souls-ish kind of game. It's a Metroidvania type of game. I'm like, this shit looks just like fucking um, uh, Uncharted meets Tomb Raider, but now it's Star yeah. Wars. Like, come on. Like, let's do this. I'm in. I just want to shoot shit. So that should be pretty good. Is um, you the Star Wars games? Yeah, I was just about to ask that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a huge, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. And I have – I am one of those people that I – I do love all of the movies, like all of them, but I also think that, you know, it should have just stopped when it should have stopped, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't have had episodes one, two, and three. You shouldn't have the episodes that you're having out now. I mean, I'll go and watch them because they're uh-huh. Star Wars, but the original, like, you know, A New Hope, you know, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and then, the original trilogy. Yeah, those were amazing. Uh, my my older brother, who's 11 years older than me, um, he introduced me to Star Wars, and he is a pain in the ass, but I love him for introducing me to Star Wars because <laughs> I'm a huge nerd. Uh, like when it comes to stuff like that, like I love comic books, I love gaming, I love and Star Wars. So I am hyped about Disney Plus. I just <laughs> Actually, when Delvin and I, before we got on this, I was talking to Delvin, and I was like, oh, Disney Plus comes out tomorrow. I got to order it. And so I went <laughs> ahead and pre-ordered, and so I'm waiting for the for the app to come out. But, yes, I love I love Star Wars, Star Wars games, Star Wars anything. Yeah. R- R2-D2 is my shit. Now, actually, I have a remote-controlled R2-D2. Oh, yeah? Yes, that 
my dog hates <laughs> because I can control it from my cell phone. And there's a okay. little app that I can use to control it with my cell phone. And I, I actually will have it chase my dog around and my dog <laughs> hates it. Oh, well, interesting. You should bring that up because I have a BB-8 that's like that. But the BB-8 that I have is, is it's almost life size. BB-8's not cool. BB-8's awesome. How dare it, it's, you? It's all about the R2-D2. You know, he's the most offensive character in all of movie and TV history because they bleep out everything he says. (laughs) (laughs) He's the he's the 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 truest Sam Jackson character. Yes. (laughs) Speaking of Sam Jackson, I'm I'm sorry. I'm very excited that he is going to be voicing uh, Alexa because I really want to hear Alexa. We're going to play Lindsay's motherfucking music on motherfucking Amazon Music. (laughs) Yes. I want to hear that. I'm like, yes, I'm totally down with that. <laughs> you know how I feel about Sam Jackson. Chaffee hates Samuel Jackson. I don't know why. Why? Uh, you know, Sam Jackson. Chaffee's a racist. Yeah, there is that. There is that. <laughs> now, you know what? It's it's Sam Jackson always being Sam Jackson. That's always been a bit much for me where I'm like, all right, it's the novelty. It's too much. It's too much. Though I have come around. Lately, I've seen him in some stuff and I've been like, you know what? Like going back to like older things, I'm like. He's all right. I need to stop being a hater. Yeah. But uh, Bruce Willis and all those Die Hard movies—they can all—they can all suck it. That shit's trash for sure, forever. He doesn't like. He doesn't like anything that's entertaining. Chaffee doesn't like. <laughs> I ha- hey. I have to I have to buy him. That's why he likes you, Delvin. <laughs> yes, exactly. That explains a lot. I had to buy Chaffee Bad Boys one and two for him to watch it. Mm-hmm. I had to buy it and send it to his house for him to watch Bad Boys one and two. Oh, the amount. Oh my of God, hate. Bad Boys two. The ecstasy scene with Martin Lawrence is, is <laughs> by far the best cinema. I'm yeah. so- <laughs> when I when I said that I didn't give a shit about Bad Boys and that shit was whack. The amount of like Delvin level hates that I received, like yes. people were telling me Woosa. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, what are you talking Usa. about? Like, <laughs> yes. I was like, huh? And oh my god! And then Delvin was like, here. <laughs> he said, yeah. it over. He thought it. that shit was gonna go over. He didn't realize how, how much people like bad. <laughs> yeah, movies. I was like, oh man, yeah. I stepped on some big toes I'm over ex- here. I'm like, excited about the up. new one coming out. Like, I'm so stoked about the new one coming out. Like, let's yeah, go. That- I don't care how old they are. They could be like with walkers and canes, <laughs> you know, fighting people off. I yes. That was one of those moments where I had to like write like a letter of like public apology where I was like, I have now recognized the error in the words that I have made and how hurtful they were towards the community. <laughs> like yeah, I was exactly. like, oh, man, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, Delvin, we're going to have to meet somewhere in the middle of the United States to watch the third bad boys together. I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely down with that. We'll have to. Uh, we'll I want to come. Nah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to start our new hashtag. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty cold blooded. I just invite Delvin like in front of you. Yeah, it is. God, it's elementary school all over oh, again. Dude, we should totally hang out. Yeah. Her. Hey, hey, Delvin, I'm having this big birthday. Oh, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, here's the invite. <laughs> right in front of your face. <laughs> You're not invited. You're not invited. Ha, I just ha, slide ha, right ha. in the middle of your conversation, so you just see my back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Delvin, it looks like you're not doing anything. 
that's so cool. That's so fucked up. Um, I did have a question that I wanted to talk to you guys about because this kind of goes beyond video games, but um, it's a big thing that happened recently, and that was um, we had a bunch of games delayed. And so I wanted to ask you guys, like, how do you feel about games being delayed or even like movies where you like you hear it's supposed to come out at a certain time but it's going to be pushed back like what's your take on that Lindsay might have a good answer for this because one of the movies she's in was actually delayed oh really yeah Yeah. wonder woman 1984 was actually supposed to come out this month Mm -hmm. and uh they pushed it back and there's I don't know if it was publicly announced why they pushed it back, so I'm not going to get myself into trouble, you know, uh, with NDAs and stuff. But right. uh, Does it have to do with Facebook? Unfortunately, no. Okay, you um, can edit. You can because, edit because or deny. <laughs> uh, Delvin wasn't involved, you know, <laughs> so there was no face punching. But um, they uh, a lot of movies end up getting um, pushed back because when they film – and they realize, okay, this scene's going to take a lot more work than we thought. So they have to push it back production, you know, just for, for multiple reasons. I mean, it could be like, you know, they don't really necessarily have like the complete technology yet. So they film the movie, but they have to wait. And there's a lot of different reasons. But, you know, I was I was very upset because I filmed Wonder Woman 1984 last July. So mm-hmm. July of 2018. And I'm like, I have to wait till 2020. They're like, this is bullshit. Like, I wanted to, like, take a desk and just, rah, you know, like, credible hawk it or something. And it's funny you say that because, like, I mentioned on here before, my, my wife does clearance work. Like, she mm-hmm. does the licensing for film and television. And so um, there's a lot of movies that come out where she's like, you know, I cleared that two years ago. Or, like, when someone catches a wave and then she's like, um, like, I remember in particular, you remember when, like, Ashton Kutcher was, like, everywhere. And he was, like, TV shows, commercials, movies. Like, he was all over the place. Yes. Uh, and she's I'm like, pumped, yeah. Yeah, and she was like, he has five movies on the shelf right now. They're just waiting for him to pop. And when he did, like, a bunch of stuff started coming out. And um, she's like, look at all of them. He's distinctly, like, his age is different in all of them. They just sat on a shelf just waiting to happen and she's like you don't know how many movies i work on that go all the way to completion we've done all the clearances they've done everything they've done the reshoots all that stuff and maybe it'll come out and so there are times where i'll be like hey is this that movie you told me like three years ago and then she'll go back into some emails and she's like yes because usually it's like a different name mm-hmm. so then um once they finally settle on a title she's like yeah, I was working on a show that had, you know, or a movie that had, like, Ray Romano and fucking someone else. And then she'll go back and she's like, yeah, that's it. She's like, but we finished that, like, you know, two Junes ago. So it is kind of crazy. But, like, on the game's end, too, like, I just see a lot of people getting up in arms because they're like, this sucks, this is not fair, like, we want these games. But then the flip side is everyone's up in arms over, like, you know, work situations. Like, oh, we're, we're working these, like, these developers too hard and their crews and this isn't fair to them. So it's like, which way do people want it? Cause then the other piece is, and this kind of is like a part B to the question. What is a broken game? Like I hear this a lot too. This game's broken. This game's broken. Um, Delvin has a partner on a different po- podcast that tends to go. say that many games are broken without evidence of what 
or what defines a broken game. And this for me is a triggering term because my son calls everything broken. And so he's just like, I can't play this game. It's broken. And I'm like, why? He's like, because it got shot me and I died. And I'm like, you're fucking playing Fortnite. That's the point. Yeah, but this game is broken because I was building. And I'm like, no, no, no. You don't like you're I feel like calling something broken is like part of like the cancel culture's like whining aspect where it's just like, come on, like you got to allow for things to be delayed if you want it to be done right. And not everything is broken. But in your minds, when is a game broken? To me, when the game is damn near not playable, like mm-hmm. a perfect example of that is um, I'm a big WWE fan. So WWE 2K20, mm-hmm. which sometimes it plays great. Sometimes it's literally not playable. When the game is not playable, then it is broken. Simple as that. There's no in between or something like that. It's not, oh, something's glitching out and this not working right. No. When a game is not playable, then it is broken. Simple mm-hmm. as that. And I think people kind of just use that word to, yeah. oh, this is just not perfect, so it's broken. No. It's just... Yeah. And I think that's a good definition because if it's not playable, then yes, broken. If it's unenjoyable, then that just means you don't like it. Like those exactly. are different things. I, I have a different a different definition for broken. See, my okay. definition for broken would be, you know, Delvin sitting in his car eating his Popeye's chicken sandwich, <laughs> and somebody just comes up and just punches him right in the jaw, and the chicken sandwich just falls out of his hand because he's like, oh, you know, like that. <laughs> chicken sandwich is now broken because if he picks it up off his floorboard and eats it after having like a swollen jaw, yeah, yeah. he's broken. If somebody punches me in the face and knocks a Popeye's chicken sandwich out of my hand, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to eat that chicken sandwich regardless. I'm going to beat that person up, but I'm still eating my chicken sandwich. Because I'm probably hungry to eat a Popeye. Have either one of you had the sandwich? No. No? And the the crazy thing about it, the lines aren't that bad anymore in Uh in my neighborhood, but I just don't want it. I just don't care. (laughs) I literally don't care. How about you, Lindsay? I'm going to get – I'm going to – I'm going to lose my street cred real quick here. Uh, I've never had Popeye's at all, ever. Is, is, all that Popeyes this is an in enjoyable podcast, so we're just going to wrap it up All they Popeyes in Virginia? Yeah. This, they're, they're building one right down the street, which is probably why I've never had it, because everywhere I go, like, you know, it, it's the – I think the closest Popeyes is, like, like 20 minutes away from me, so I don't mm-hmm. really go to that side of town because it's – Urban. No, it's not urban. <laughs> it's the hood. Anytime you see a Popeyes, it's nine times it's in the fucking hood. Yeah. It's a Popeyes, a liquor store slash check cashing store. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> a Dollar General. In a Dollar General. <laughs> Somebody no, wants some not... crack. Sometimes <laughs> in the same shopping center, but guaranteed all four corners. Exactly. <laughs> intersection it's not in the ghetto part of town i will say that it's actually in a really nice part or a decent part of town um it's just people drive like assholes over there so that's why i don't like going yeah and i'll say this like uh there definitely is better than popeyes you know so even if you haven't had it i'm not mad at it it's good but then when you go to other places you're like oh shit this is even better like this other spicy chicken and I'm like, not talking- people are like obsessed with Chick-fil-A. Like, I don't know about around where y'all live, but the Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. around me, I mean, that line is so long. For oh, what Chick-fil-A purpose? is packed all the Why? time. Why? Chick-fil-A. I, don't get me wrong. Like, I like their little chicken minis. I mean, mm-hmm. they're good with some hot sauce on them. Yeah. But the chicken is not like, 
I mean, it is not packed with gold. It does right. not have like weed in it. It does not have cocaine in it. It's right. not like you well, know Miami, a drug deal. Miami Chick Fil A does. Yeah. Well, everybody's got cocaine up their butt. <laughs> Miami. Del- <laughs> Del- Delvin's hiding some cocaine in his crack right now. Right, right now. Of course. <laughs> now, you know what it is with Chick-fil-A? It's uh, it's less about the chicken and it's more about the sauces. Because the first couple times I went to Chick-fil-A, I was like, these fries are whack and this chicken is just fine. Like, it's fine. Um, But then when I figured out, like, oh, it's actually these sauces over here. Like, the Chick-fil-A sauce, delicious which is just like a version of like honey mustard and barbecue. Um, they got their uh, combination ranch and buffalo sauce. Fuck. It's like, oh, you just cut out the middleman and put them both together. Like now I don't have to dip one in the other. So it's more about the sauce game. I actually had Chick-fil-A today. Um, and that frosty lemonade. If you've never had the frosty lemonade, ugh, it's so good. It's basically like a lemonade milkshake. That shit is delicious. You know how good Chick-fil-A is? I'm telling you, this is a fact. The fact that Chick Fil A's owners have like problematic views on things, mm-hmm. and people, and people still just go? brush, just brush over that, and yeah. still like go religiously, like people will boycott everything else. They mm-hmm. boycott Chick Fil A. Right, like, that's like that. A, that one um, episode of Silicon Valley when they went and took Chick Fil A to the uh, to like the satanic ritual, and so then the guy was like, "Isn't this like totally against like everything you stand for?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, we don't have the same values." This is some damn good chicken. It's like so we have to look past it. <laughs> it's like it's true. Like man, Kaepernick takes a knee and everyone's fucking boycott me NFL. But like Chick Fil A is out and out, like doing like super crazy stuff. And it's like, I mean, yeah, yeah like, let's chicken. let's discuss this. Like, do you really want to get Chick Fil A? I'm gonna hear you out. <laughs> That'll make a decision. <laughs> They're like, let the man talk. Let him talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got to respect. We got to respect each other's differences. <laughs> I think a, a four-piece strip. Thank you. Chick-fil-A <laughs> be doing mad flagrant stuff. People just be brushing right over it. Like, yeah, seriously. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> seriously. I mean, I made chicken at home today. I did steal some packs of Chick-fil-A sauce and had it with my chicken, too. I was like, shit, I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, so I was just curious, like um, broken games and stuff like that. I just think like we got to chill out on certain stuff. I think like one, it's just too easy for people to get bent out of shape around stuff. And it's hard to put projects out like, you know, anyone who's creating a game, whether it's like a tiny ass game that I don't like or a giant game that I do like the fact that someone made their idea a reality like that's that's huge. Like that's a really, really big thing because you know, a lot of us podcasters are just critics. Like, we're not really creating the the products we discuss. We just talk about them, you know, and just have opinions. But, like, those people who are genuinely out there, like, doing it, like, that's that's amazing because you understand the ins and outs. You know, so you have someone like Lindsay who, you know, is acting and can comment on it. Like, that's a different perspective, but that's a valuable perspective because, you know, she's seen the hard work and uh, and that's that's like a super awesome thing. So on that, people stop calling shit broken all the time. Stop being fun crybabies. <laughs> so um, we're now getting to the tail end. Um, so I just want to go through real quick. What are we playing? What are we not playing? Lindsay, let's start off with you. What have you been playing or not playing because you've just been too damn busy? Um, Let's see. I've been playing Mortal Kombat. Um. 
and Mario Kart, you know, because like, like you said, especially on the Switch, it's so easy. You just pick the Switch up, you, you know, play a quick game and then you go on about your day. I haven't been playing and it's one of my favorite games in the entire world is Bucky O'Hare. Oh, shit. Bucky O'Hare. Damn, forgot about that game. I love that. Game. I I have that game for the original Nintendo. It was fifty wow. dollars to buy it. <laughs> I've played it once and I haven't played it since because I don't have time. I'm always right. I'm always going. I'm always doing something. Delvin can testify to that. I'm by the time when I I wake up in the morning, I'm I'm working mm-hmm. and I work until I go to bed at night. So yes, Bucky O'Hare is what I am not playing and I wish I was. Yeah. But that's that's the honest truth, though. I, you know, I get up most mornings and I'm like, OK, cool. I'm going to get out of work. I'm going to get home, get dinner set. Everyone's going to chill. And then I'm going to jump into whatever game I'm playing. And then nine o'clock rolls around and I'm like, let's just go watch House Hunter and <laughs> pass out. <laughs> so I feel you on that. That's definitely true. How about you, Delvin? What about you, man? I'm playing a lot of Death Stranding and playing. I'm um, trying to get through the um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign. Which it's I like a short a lot. campaign. How have you not finished it yet? I've been. Lindsay has been having me working all the damn time. Look, why are you put, why are you throwing me under the bus? Hashtag punch Delvin's face. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm busy. Like, so I've just been like, that's the main thing. I've been trying to get through the Call of Duty campaign. I've been trying to play um, Death Stranding. You know, I I got to watch this weekend. Um, I know you guys are wrestling fans, but AEW wrestling had a pay per view. What's wrestling? I, huh? What's wrestling? What's wrestling? (laughs) 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 I haven't watched wrestling. Uh, 1999 or 2000, the the degeneration, the Attitude Era. Yeah, that's what everybody says when I say that. (laughs) Like, oh, I stopped watching wrestling when uh, there was like uh, Junkyard Dog and like Ultimate Warrior. Jesus, (laughs) we're old as fuck, (laughs) y'all. Just I don't know. Then I stopped. Then I but you gotta remember too. I was like. Was and is like heavy into skateboarding, so yeah. But I, I was watching um, it's called AEW. They had a pay per view called Full Gear. Mm. And if you get a chance to, I'm not saying watch the wrestling match. There's a match in there. It's called Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. It's a hardcore match. It's called uh-huh. Lights Out match, but it's basically a hardcore match. There are some moves in that match that are fucking ridiculous. Like they slam each other into barbed wires and stuff like that. Uh, it's one where he takes a broom. And just scrapes the a broom covered in barbed wire and sweeps his back with the barbed wire broom. Who is the aside from this? Because what you're saying right now just reminding me of there was a moment in time recently where you were always like tweeting this fucking like backyard wrestling where it's like this, oh like, yeah what the I fuck is that <laughs> what is that the, the kid's name is Superhuman he called himself he just randomly does these wrestling is he a moves. kid or a small man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say he's like I want to say he's like 18 or something like that, but he does some of these stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like he he comes on there and says, "Hey, I'm superhuman. I'm gonna now jump into a fucking microwave with my arm elbow off the top off the top of these stairs," and then he does it, breaks his ribs. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Because some of these like I can't finish watching them and they're not long. But when he like does shit, I'm like. And this is where I'm going to stop because I don't want to see someone get paralyzed today. Like, I'm not looking to see, like, a bone <laughs> stick out right now. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it, it's, it's wild watching these videos. I, I, but it, I can't, I cannot look away. Because yep. 
you know, which brings me to something I've been meaning to ask you for a long time. Why have you never started a wrestling podcast? Ask Donnie. Ask Donnie? <laughs> Donnie. Oh. Man, Donnie talk about it all the time. We even talk about starting an AEW podcast. Talk uh-huh. about just AEW wrestling movie. Yeah, Donnie, too. That fucker loves fucking wrestling. So ask Donnie, because if you want to see a wrestling podcast, particularly AEW podcast, mm-hmm. it'll probably be on PSVG, and it'll probably be a Donnie or somebody else. So oh, I love wrestling. I don't love wrestling, so I'm not going to ask him. I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. On uh, on my end, though, I actually burned through a lot of games recently. Um, I finished a Sayonara Wild Hearts. Now, Lindsay, I highly recommend downloading this game for your Switch. Okay. It's weird. The music is amazing. Um, and it's really short. Like, you can honestly get through the game in an hour. Like, if that. They're really quick levels. But... um. The art style is is phenomenal. The gameplay like kind of switches up a lot, but yeah, just what I think really hooked me was like it just plays like if you were just like playing in a music video. So knock that one out. Finally finished my friend Pedro. It was one of those I had started and then just never like picked up again. And so then the other day I was sitting around, I was like, oh shit, I need to finish this. That was a lot of fun. And then um, I finished Madame and Dan. That was that was a fun ride. I really, really enjoyed that. Now, Delvin, you finished it, right? Yeah, I did, too. We, man, you got to play together, by the way. And, Lindsay, you should try that game, by the way. Man, but that is a really good game that you probably like. Okay. It's like an interactive story. I and, love And it's, it's uh, horror-based. Shit, I'm on. Yeah, like, have you, have you played um, have you played Until Dawn? Yes, I've That's played like both versions. I've I played the, uh, the original, and then I got the one for the VR. And okay. the one for the VR... I actually have to, uh, in the middle of the game, I have to pause it and take like the VR off my face because I get so hot and nauseous. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna throw up everywhere. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a roller coaster. I mean, you're, right, it's yeah. a roller coaster and you're it's shooting fun. all these things. Yeah. And of course, it has clowns in it, and I'm terrified of clowns, so I'm just like, I'm shooting everything in sight. Yeah. So you have, moves, yeah. you have to play Madam Madam. You have to play Madam Madam because it's. And then, that, and then that the preview for the next game that's coming out looks oh. great. That looks sick too. I was like, wow, like those games are good. Yeah. So, um, Man of Madame was fun. How many people did you keep alive? Everybody stayed alive except one. Oh, really? Okay. I lost, um, I only had two people stay alive. Oh, you had a good story then. Yeah. I only had two people stay alive. Um, one of them was a button press issue where I was like, that person should have stayed alive. It just didn't trigger. The other two, um, were choices that I in dialogue that I made that I didn't think were really going to like result in the action where like it wasn't even a choice it was just like I'm gonna say something way off so it doesn't spoil it for anybody who might play but it'd be like the guy might ask me like is it cold right now and I'd be like yes I need a jacket or yes I need a scarf and then it resulted in me dying and I'm like how does this result in me dying like <laughs> like I don't understand but, you have to play it, Lindsay. It's a really cool game. The whole concept of the game is that you're a bunch of friends that that charter this like boat to go party on and hang out on and go and they're gonna go um they they, they were going to deep sea diving deep sea diving to go find like um old wrecks yeah old wreckers and um they basically get kidnapped by Somali pirates mm-hmm. and they get put on this old 1800s warship oh That's very so very cool. very blood and uh, black lace. 
because yeah. it's, it's, it, because yeah. it's this it's this ghost ship fo- floating in the ocean that kind of your Bermuda Triangle-y type of thing, you know? Yeah. So I it's like, like that. that. Yeah, it's cool. It's really really cool. I would I would highly recommend checking that out. Yeah. And then um so yeah, I had a lot of fun with that game. And then um I picked up Overwatch for the Switch, and um that's another one of those things where people are like, man, stop being haters. That's that game is fun on the switch like overwatch is good yeah overwatch in general is good it plays well on the switch like you know that's another one that people are like it's broken it doesn't work right i'm like how the fuck are you playing overwatch it plays like exactly the same visually it's not as crisp but i also know i'm not playing on my my playstation 4 so like duh you know what i mean like come on but uh i, I really really enjoy it and then um although i am curious to see what will happen when part two comes out but um not having a blast and then right now i think i'm if because i did check all the missions i think i'm like three missions away from finishing uh modern warfare and uh that's a good story like that shit is tense um i love call of duty yeah they're good like they do a great job like especially when there is a story the writing is amazing so that and then as always pokemon go like that's my shit playing pokemon go all the time only so. has one Pokemon, Pidgeotto. <laughs> it's, I just have like a thousand meows. <laughs> wow, why are you hating on the man's Pokemon? Right, seriously. It just needs to get my steps. Jeez, hater. Hashtag <laughs> Delvin's face. <laughs> so as we wrap up, I want to just say, Lindsay, thank you for coming on today. Really, really appreciate it. I hope you had a good thank time. Thank you for having me. I had a so, blast. Good, good. Now, um... Where can we find you? Like, if people wanted to look you up, they wanted to see some of your work, they wanted to, like, reach out to you on, like, social media, where can they get at you? Well, see, I'm easy. I'm, I'm, I'm not cheap, but I'm easy. So, let's just throw that out there. I'm not cheap, but I'm easy. You okay. can find me at Instagram and Twitter at RealLindsayGray. That's R-E-A-L-L-I-N-Z-I-G-R-A-Y. And you can also go to my website, which is www.lindsaygray.com. And then, um, what do you say? Your upcoming project? So, yeah, we have uh, Wonder Woman '84 that's on hold right now, right? Yeah, it's and coming out just... in June of 2020. You the got your short film. Yep, the short film is out. It's actually pinned to my Twitter uh, account right now, so it's it's easy to find. Um, I'll also send you a link if you want. And let's see what else. Uh, we have the Walking Dead spinoff that's coming in 2020, and mm. we also have the Good Lord Bird, which is coming out in 2020 on Showtime. Now, you're um, can you talk about your Walking Dead character? No. Okay, then never mind. Uh, <laughs> forget it. You'll see her on there. Just look at her. Match the faces. <laughs> and then uh, Delvin, what's up with you? What what are you gonna be on? Come on. There's no fucking right fight now. club, man. Why are you on like eating chips on my fucking podcast? Like, I know, right? <laughs> and he didn't offer us any. <laughs> Let me tell you about this motherfucking fire brigade. Every time we record the fire brigade with him, the Patreon Susan podcast, he's always eating something. Nah, I'm making dinner. Last time I was making like chicken farm. What was I eating the other day? Was I eating yesterday? I don't know. He's eating rice cakes. That's what he's eating. Rice cakes? Yeah. Cinnamon, oh. apple cinnamon rice cakes. They're pretty good. <laughs> get old. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you don't get backed up again, man. Yeah, I can't do that again? no more. Again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard about his hospital experience? I almost died. No? Yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't poop? Yes. 
You know, they make this great thing called Miralax. Oh, I have to take it now. I have to take Metamucil like an old fucking 90-year-old man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, this foundation of Punch Delvin in the face is getting better and better. (laughs) Like a 95-year-old man, I have to take Metamucil and fucking Fibrol and all that shit. Yeah. 2019 has been your year. <laughs> yeah. It has been, been a, a shitty year for him. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Full of it. Yeah. So, anyways, man, aside from being constipated, uh, <laughs> yeah. what, uh, what, what, where, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Just in the goddamn podcast. I'm even, really trying to keep it together. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Game If You Don't Play. (laughs) Chalfie, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Thought Lindsay was on my side. That shit ain't really happening. (laughs) Delvin's constipated. (laughs) Thank you, Delvin, for coming on. This is episode 61 of Games We Don't Play. You can find me on Twitter at that Chalfie. You can find Delvin at... You can find him everywhere. You know what? Just open up any podcasts that you're listening to and they will reference Delvin. Doesn't matter. Remember, you're always two clicks away from a cock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're out of here. Bye. <laughs> this has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows. Thank <laughs> you.